and welcome you guys to the episode 5 of the Last Chapter Book Club podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Cindy. And I'm Kate. And welcome back to our unconventional book club. In the last episode, we confirmed the discussion of the novel Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlson. So let's go ahead and hop on in with a brief summary of The Dark Romance. Who am I? I've forgotten the answer to that question long ago. Ever since I ran from that house so desperate to escape, I left with only the clothes on my back and the socks on my feet. After that day, I've only ever walked in the stolen streets. Could I be a girl who is searching for the meaning of life in search of men? They were all so forgettable, until he came along. He took me under a waterfall and made me forget my name. And in return, I took his instead. And so, vital? The tally. Sure. The tally? Mm-hmm. But that's <laughs> an enigmatic man that will only ever look or love the deceit, or rather the predator that inhabit it. Turns out he's not so different than the monster he sees. He lured me into his boat like a fish in the ocean, seeking a revenge for my time. Oh, vengeance. Sorry, I know how to read, I promise. <laughs> Had I realized his intentions and that a massive storm would leave us shipwrecked, I would have run. Now I'm a girl who's seeking refuge in a decrypted lighthouse with a man who loathes me almost as much as he dreads me. He wants to hurt me, but the old caretaker of the abandoned island may have intentions far more sinister. It's no longer a question of who I am, but rather will I survive. So, Cindy, you, you, (laughs) you didn't actually read this, did you? Yeah, I'm <laughs> so you didn't actively read the this book, did you? I read maybe not even the first page, maybe the first sentence. <laughs> so the the lovely summary there actually tells a good chunk of how toxic some of this stuff is, especially lure like the the waterfall and the. Uh, the boat thing. And dear listeners, I would like to mention that there are going to be some very uncomfortable topics talked to, talked about because this lots of trigger warnings with this book for so sure. So many. So so many. I <clears throat> I mean count yourself lucky, Cindy, that you did not read this. This was so toxic. Like you would have wanted to fight her, Cindy. Like the main character. Yeah. It was just actually reminded me a lot of Colleen Hoover's Verity. You know, that's the fair. Main character. That's fair. She was bipolar? Ah, she was something. I would like to say, like, I think she has narcissistic personality disorder. Because <laughs> I was like, this woman. I think she, it's more of, she is, she's got post-traumatic stress. Yes. But it's uh, how she manifested it after mm-hmm. makes it more toxic not quite narcissistic now Enzo oh Enzo I think he was narcissistic he was a horrible person like 
by the end of the book, so like I'm gonna spoil it for you, Cindy, but fine. <laughs> Never listening. Like they do get together, they're in a relationship by the end of the book, and all the only thing I kept thinking was like this is gonna last like a month. I was like, they are so toxic together. I think that's just an H.D. Carlton thing. I don't know. Have I read any more of their books? Haunting Adeline. Oh, yeah, never mind. (laughs) Haunting Adeline. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I actually just suggested Haunting Adeline to someone the other day. Like, not for a book read, but, like, if you want to laugh at, like, just ridiculousness and hate a main character, Mm -hmm. read that book. Not gonna lie, who suggested it to me? Was it you, Cindy? Or no, we both suggested it to each other. Way, way back then. I don't know, I know I had it in my Amazon cart for a long time, and then I put it on Save for Later and never got it. No, yeah, because it was Kate who was like, here, you can borrow my copy. Yeah. I just, I have a thing for not reading, I don't like reading books on the Kindle or... Unless, like, we're on a drive, because, you know, it gets dark and I can see it. But mm-hmm. if I have the hard copy, I will more than likely read it. That's fair. I don't know why. I want to just talk about how the... I feel like they both got themselves in a situation. So, Cindy, like, she ends up stealing his uh, identity, essentially, and, like, stole money. What was it? Alice's account. Um, she hadn't made it that far yet. Uh, with Enzo, she uh, had only just got a credit card. Yes, that's what it was. And he was so mad at her that he was he came after her. So essentially, the reason why she's stealing his identity was back... So they're in Australia, and back in the States, she had um, killed her twin brother, who had you later find out that uh, he had been sexually assaulting her and uh, closing her off from anybody and things like that so she killed him and And was was a police officer he was a police officer Mm -hmm. Um, wait Enzo was a police officer? no her brother Sawyer's brother and it just it was it, it made you feel bad for her, but then, like, you, I couldn't feel too bad for her, because I was like, you were just, girl, you gotta work on your trauma, you gotta mm-hmm. fix yourself, like, this ain't working, but they end up at this lighthouse, right, with, like, this really creepy old guy. Let's not forget the yeah. fact about what they were doing to get to this lighthouse. So, oh, yeah. so she runs into Enzo, and I'm gonna talk about the waterfall thing first. So she ends up running into Enzo, I think, at a bar or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he takes her out to this place in the middle of somewhere in Australia. And he takes her through this waterfall into this, like, sauna effect, like these uh, natural springs. And he basically eats her out and fucks her. <laughs> boy, Blake. I'm a teenage boy. I swear to God. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, (laughs) but he does, he does. And then he takes her back to his house. She ends up snooping through his stuff, gets his information and takes his identity uh, because she's 
she's got no way to make money otherwise. She can't get a legit job, so she's been taking, uh, she's been stealing uh, men's identities for, like, a certain amount of time previously. And uh, normally what she'll do is she'll take a certain amount of money out She'll get a credit card, take a certain amount of money out, and then destroy the credit card so they can't trace it back to her because once it's used, she can she moves on. Um, she never stays in one place for a long time. So he looks through his mail, and he basically notices that there was a credit card taken out, and he is pissed. So he ends up finding her, and he takes her out on this boat because he... This man is, for all intents and purposes, a marine biologist. He deals with sharks, does all this, has a research center out in Australia. Um, he takes her out on this boat. He's showing her about the sharks. They start getting busy. And then he shoves her, uh, he bites her lip, shoves her head under the water, starts fucking her then, and then as the blood from her lip is coming out, it attracts sharks. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even reading it. I'm just hearing it. I can't. What? No. Yeah, that was was like a what the fuck situation. And then uh, he finally lets her up before the shark gets her. What the fuck? A shark king? Uh-huh. Yeah. Two of them. Oh, yeah. Two of them. Blood from her lip? Uh-huh. Yes. I he, think it was like... He had already been throwing, like, chow in. It's like the... Oh, I was like, how much does this bitch bleed? No, so he had already been, like, tempting the sharks with, like, chow, like, fish guts and stuff. Okay, let's write that down. Um, like, I think it was the, the storm happened after that. Just after. Like, because he didn't look they... at the weather, nothing of that, and they go... Yep, because, you know... Why not be a complete dumbass? I just, ugh. And they ended up on this island, right? So there's this old guy there who is so creepy. And he just, like, keeps staring at her and making little comments to her. And he's just, the whole time, super creepy. And so by the end of the book, you know, you already know how romance novels work, especially dark romance. They end up loving each other. It's a toxic love. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more toxic and, than uh, the toxic love song in Fern Gully. Yes, yes, that hundred <laughs> percent. And it's like it was it was kind of gross in my opinion. So then they end up coming to find out the old man had what was it? His daughter. Okay. He was hiding so there? first of all, the old man lets them have refuge there. And they are not supposed to have any type of interference in from outside ships until a month later when supplies come. And the ship had just come when they wrecked. So they had to wait a whole month. They had to share a room together, so you've got, like, the, sh- uh, the one-bed trope thing going on. Um, and then they er, – he locks them in the bedroom at, like – it's either 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock. But at night, he'll lock them in all night, and they hear this, and they make you think that there's, like, a haunting going on because there's chains rattling, he tells them. It's probably the ghost of the prison ship that crashed, and all of them died, this, that, and the other. But they keep hearing this chain rattling. Come to find out, that's all a lie. He killed, or his 
Oh, so his wife and his two daughters were there. They want uh, the wife and the daughters wanted to get off of the island, but he didn't want them to go. And he had been working there since he had been eighteen, so it's like that's all he really knew. And he uh, killed the wife because she was trying to get away. The oldest daughter, Trinity, killed herself, like hung herself right outside of their bedroom window. And then the youngest daughter had, um, who kept captive, had, uh, and would like, he had cut her tongue out and and sewed her mouth shut and all this other stuff. And, I can't and, remember. Was he raping her or no? I was. They never fully said. It never officially said. It wouldn't shock me, but it never officially said. But he wanted to keep Sawyer there, who was the main, the female main character, and he wanted to keep her there so that uh, the daughter would have. Um, a friend because she liked Sawyer and all of that and it was, it was like a whole big thing uh, there, there was a grave underneath the the in the cellar of the lighthouse and it was a lot so much I mean they ended up escaping clearly by the end of the book they escaped um, and it just ugh that whole book just had me like I'm gonna not lie to you guys it took me weeks to get through it just I had because to, I was like this is so bad I had to force myself to finish it like the last hundred pages or so I mean I'm not gonna lie don't let me choose a book again guys I, I don't have that power <laughs> you know that's funny because you chose this book this next book we're reading too I did but it's so good you guys are gonna like it I promise it's like um which we need after That's this That's how book. the fine print was. I loved it. I need to yeah. read the fine print. Um, so I know this one, this episode's going to be a little shorter, but do you guys think, just off the sound, do you think any of the characters could get it? No. <laughs> if I was desperate, I don't know. Even if I was desperate, I have a hand. <laughs> it's like when you guys said that shit, that scene about... <laughs> Where they threw her, he bit her lip and put her underwater. I was like, there's fucking pieces of dead fish. Who gets off on that? You know what? And then they oh. fucked in a cave, like another cave on the island at one point, and he oh stuck God. her head under the water again. Imagine their stink. Ew. Oh my God. And then they were worried about. Oh, before everything went down, like the big showdown between Sylvester, which is the old guy, and. Uh, Sawyer and Enzo, um, straight up, they had fucked in that, they ran away, fucked in that cave, slept in there. This cave is lit up by glowworms, and she woke up with her mouth hanging open and hope, like, the, I don't know why that stuck with me, but she was hoping that none of it had fallen in her mouth. Uh, uh, no sex is worth that, guys. Like, no. if you got a bed, get a hand off uh-huh. Showerhead. Showerhead? There's ways. Like, no, thank you. But I think it's because, like, I gotta be really connected with a person to really enjoy yep. sex. And I couldn't speak 
gross. I couldn't connect with him. Also, like Cindy said, <laughs> who gets off on that? <laughs> There's like pieces of like cut up fish. Can you imagine how gross she must have smelt like during that getting all that cum on her? I'm sitting here thinking somebody's talking about way. somebody would probably make a comment. Oh, well, she was wet, wasn't she? Yeah, her head was underwater. She was all wet. No, he can't get it. No. Mm -mm. Not even because his name's Enzo. Ew. No, it ruins. It hurts me because one of my favorite characters in the Vampire Diaries' name is Enzo. Yes. He's my favorite. That's why I said not even because his name is Enzo. So never get what a guy whose name is Enzo and who likes to fuck you with your head and fish mouth. Look. Which are. There's water sports which i know i'm personally not into and then there's like waterboarding and that was waterboarding i mean how close is that to haunting adeline you guys know what chapter i'm gonna bring up that's Jesus like fucking christ yeah <laughs> she gets her off with that gun and it's like dude first off you have the safety off you have one in the round like what is wrong with you this whole book the way you guys were telling me and talking about it it sounds like Vampire Diaries where Damien and, uh, what's her name, have the relationship and everything is one toxic thing after another. Elena? Oh, Elena? Yeah. Well, you technically know, Catherine, book, too. I, I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys have ever read the book, but, like, it's so much better. And they weren't together in the book. She was with Stefan the whole time, and it was a good romance. Really? I think Stefan deserved better. Like Caroline, what you got? See, I no, am... But then he dies? What the fuck? In, in the show, I was very, like, I thought overall Damon and Elena were toxic in the beginning, but they were better at the end. Uh, if the yep. show-wise, because I know the show and the book are completely different. I've read, I read the book back in, like, high school, and uh -huh. I, I thought, it, like, I know there's, like, a complete difference. The only thing that's the same is their names. Um, um. But... I thought I thought that Damon or not Damon, Stefan and Elena in the TV show were toxic. Absolutely. Um, so we're gonna wrap up this episode. Um, thank you guys. Thanks for the patience for waiting for us for weeks. Yeah, as we try to hurry up and record this, it's lovely when you have a whole bunch of sickness and stuff going around, and everybody's just not able to do it. <laughs> So, well, thank you again for tuning in to the last chapter. We're so happy that y'all are here, and we can't wait to get into our next book for our unconventional book club, Not Another Vampire Book by Cassandra Gannon. Follow us on Instagram at The Last Chapter Podcast and on TikTok at The Last Chapter Podcast for updates on our next episode and any exciting announcements. And follow us anywhere you get your podcasts. Until next time. Bye. Bye.